Dynasty Football Factory and the Dynasty Football Network. That's James the Brain. Thank God it's Friday, guys. It's been a long week, right? That's Travis the Beard. Josh McCown, QB1. I'm John Hogue, the Dynasty Dude, and this is Super Flexible. back to the tinder draft swiping left swiping right and building a dynasty team with the most superficial information that we can that we can come up with just like the famous dating app tinder where we're going off of almost nothing and making long-term commitments to these players real quick let's recap the rosters that we've got so far james ended up with andrew luck as his quarterback one in this super flex league that we're building. The one person who would not be happy with that pick ended up with him. He also lands the bulldozer. Yeah, you trickster. That's what you get for trying to trick us, you trickster. (laughs) I thought I was getting Davis Webb. And James also goes all in on the Bears offense with Jordan Howard and Allen Robinson on the same team. And that's his bulldozer. (laughs) Bulldozer. That's his roster right at the moment. So real quick, this is a quarterback, super flex, two running back, two wide receiver, tight end flex. And right now, James has a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver. Travis has both his quarterback and his super flex, Jared Goff and Josh McCown. Dalvin Cook at running back. Wide receivers, Demarius Thomas and Alan Hearns. And then I've got Cam Newton as my quarterback one, Mark Ingram and Carlos Hyde, and the immortal Benjamin Watson at tight end. Don't ask. (laughs) Don't ask. I know. I know. You don't ask. Me don't ask. Josh McCown, Alan Hearns. Come on now. (laughs) I got some making up to do this this episode, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at least your guys can make it out onto the field without a without a wheelchair. But if you if you missed the first episode, I'm going to suggest that you that you pause right where you're at, go back and listen to Wednesday's episode, get all caught up on how this happened, how the atrocity of Ben Watson as a starting tight end happened, <laughs> among other things, how James ended ended up with Andrew Luck, all of that, all of those questions can be answered by listening to Wednesday's episode. So I highly suggest starting there and then come back to this episode where we finish off these teams. All right, here we go. Where were we? James, James, you've got a player for us. What do we got? That's right. I'm going to start out with the tight end. Uh, We've only had one tight end off the board. So I'm going to start out with the tight end and I'm going to give the first stat. This tight end has had 15 receiving touchdowns total over the last two seasons. I am going to pass for more information. Yeah, I'll do that too. Awesome. Interesting. Okay, so the second stat that I'll give you, the second picture uh, on Tinder here. Um, This tight end has 308. um, in, In 2017, he had 308 less receiving yards than he did in 2016 i'm gonna i'm gonna pass again yeah i think Mm. i better do that too okay uh this tight end in 2017 had over a 70 percent catch rate 
I just thought of something. <laughs> I already have a tight end. Um, <laughs> so <to speak. laughs> I, I, I'm not thrilled so by it. But, <laughs> but but you have a flex spot, John. You have a flex spot. And I, you know what? If you flex, if you flex tight ends, you're gonna lose. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. I <laughs> I don't believe that this is Travis Kelsey. And uh, therefore, I'm gonna go ahead and swipe left, and uh, and gracefully back out and uh, go on my date with Benjamin Watson and call it a day. All right. Well, in that case, I want the I want the last clue. All right. The last stat: this tight end had 51 less targets in 2017 than in 2016. Oh, could he have uh, missed? Right now, I'm thinking it's someone who had a good 16, and maybe was injured for 17. And the averages for touchdowns are still at 15. I don't know, man. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that <sighs> missed some significant time. You know what? I need I need some I need some major upside on this team. I'm gonna swipe left and give your tight end to you, James. You know, that is the third player that is going to be on my team that uh, you guys have passed on. Uh, Andrew <laughs> Luck being the first. Jordan Howard the second. Here I have Kyle Rudolph as my tight end, which oh, I'm okay with. I'll take it. He did not miss Good. a game. He was just bad. <laughs> well, he he scored some touchdowns, right? He he did. He did. He, he scored some touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you're okay with having him and I'm okay with passing on him. I hope let's just hope the third the third tight end, which I have no control over, is is good for me to land. Let's see. All right, this player. Make it a good one, or we're gonna put him in your flex. <laughs> <laughs> this player had the fourth longest reception by a wide receiver in twenty seventeen, which was eighty three yards. Hmm. Single reception, fourth longest single reception by any wide receiver in 2017, 83 yards. Hmm. Okay. Definitely not enough for me. So I'm going to go ahead and pass for now. Yeah, that's that's uh, interesting. I know John's all about consistency, and those big splash plays don't always equal that. So Correct. that might be a red flag for him. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pass too because I think I'll get at least one more stat. This player just got a three-year, $20.3 million contract extension with his current team. An extension, will you? Don't love the money. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not great for a wide receiver one, I don't think. But yeah, I'm going to pass. Less than Paul Richardson got, I think. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pass for now. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I will pass uh as well right now. Uh this player finished 17th in the league at the wide receiver position in receiving yards in 2017 with 962. That's not too bad for this for the season we just had from wide receivers. All right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to pass one more time here. Man, I, how many receiving yards did he have? 962, 17th at the wide receiver position in 2017. Part of me thinks I know what player it is, and if if I do, I definitely want him. But 
part of me also thinks that if I'm wrong, I'm going to be getting like a wide receiver three. Hey, name name me one wide receiver three who had 962 yards. That's all I'm saying. No, no, maybe that wasn't his role last year, but I, I don't, I don't know that that those numbers don't. I'll be honest with you, I, I I'm kind of thinking it might be Devontae Adams, and um, I know he just signed a contract extension with Green Bay. Mm. Mm, I know his yardage was somewhere around 900, but I thought he was just short of 900 when I checked. So that's what's throwing me off. So. Don't I'm gonna look. pass. Honor system. I'm Honor gonna, system. No, I'm, I'm not looking. I won't look. <laughs> I, I am gonna pass though. Wow, for now. you're both gonna pass for the fourth clue. All right. Yeah. The last clue here. He has a career yards per reception of sixteen point six yards. Good lord. All right. You know what? I have two wide receiver spots here to fill, so I'm gonna go ahead and swipe right on this guy. I think I might have just got a Marquise Goodwin. You are, in fact, the proud owner of Marquise Goodwin. Wow. Okay. Wow, John. Good on you, man. Good guess. I was was thinking of those guys who got kind of low money. And yeah, I mean. Yeah, the contract was a pretty, pretty good clue, I thought. Yeah, that was that was easily the best clue so yeah that was that was a good one um and i don't i really don't mind that i he's not i really hope he doesn't end up being my best wide receiver but man yeah, like just alan hearns <laughs> yeah yeah we might end up talking <laughs> trade but uh yeah i just getting any kind of piece of that san francisco offense to me is the way to go right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm higher. I mean, I was already high on Marquise Goodwin, but I was a yeah. little iffy with free agency looming. And then the fact that they didn't get Robinson or Watkins or really anybody. Right. Really, I mean, I know they're probably going to draft someone, but the fact that they didn't bring in a high profile established veteran really speaks volumes to me. Uh, yeah, for a good one. And I've been high on him and I've been touting him as, you know, everybody's down on him for being this one trick pony kind of guy. And I just, I don't think that's the case. I think he's matured into that role and he has really shown, especially the, the latter half of last year, that he's more than a one trick pony and a, and a deep threat. He, he was running shorter and enemy intermediate routes and he was uh, being utilized in a, in a more versatile way. So I really like Marquise Goodwin. Um, he didn't get crazy money, but they they value him. They want to keep him on the roster, and they didn't bring in a Rob or Watkins, which which speaks volumes to me. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah, I I would not be uh, upset yeah. with having him on my on my team for sure. No, not at all. And I think they're going to find a good wide receiver in this class. But I mean, we talk about this all the time. A rookie wide receiver, you know, the kind of the best case scenario is, I don't know, Michael Thomas. That's kind of, I mean, Randy Moss, I guess, happened once upon a time. But I mean, you, you're, you really can't expect very much out of a rookie wide receiver. Kind of a wide receiver three for fantasy is the, is generally the best case scenario. So 
we're a couple years away from Marquise Goodwin even, you know, being being demoted to the second target on that offense. Unless, well, Pierre Garçon is going to be the volume guy, but Marquise and Marquise Goodwin looks like he's got a, a good thing going with Jimmy G. So, yeah, I, I, I really like Goodwin as a wide receiver two or flex type of guy for sure. Now, John, did you look? Did I look? No. Did you did look? I? Did you look up stats and find Marquise Goodwin based on what I was telling you? No. Did you cheat? No. No. Like, <laughs> I, like I said, I was like, I was not listening to the. Yeah, I was just, I was yeah. just going through my mind. Like, I stopped listening to the rest of the stats and just thought about who just got a contract extension for less money than they should have. <laughs> All right, let's I'm going to throw you guys a running back cuz you both have running back spots left. This running back had more receiving yards than DeMarco Murray on 12 fewer targets in 2017. That's interesting. I'll pass for now, though. I think I think I can get one more stat before Travis decides to gobble this guy. <laughs> yep, up. give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> this running back also averaged 5.53 yards per carry in 13 games in 2017. Oh, man. You know how to speak to me with that yards per carry, don't you? Um, <laughs> That's such a James stat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll pass for one more because I know that's not a Travis stat, so I think I can get one more here. Man, that's rough. Honestly, at this point, I'm thinking like – either super part-time player <laughs> where the yards per carry is inflated or we're talking Alvin Kamara, Jarek McKinnon type guy. Uh, I've got Dalvin Cook. I'll, I'll pass for one more. Okay. Yeah, you you might be onto something here. This is definitely a pass catcher. He don't he caught, say that before you give another clue to James. He caught <laughs> well. This is this is the clue. He caught seventy seven point eight percent of his targets in two thousand seventeen for more receiving yards than Demarco Murray. You know, oh, geez, I, I just haven't. There's nothing solid there. There's, I mean, I don't know. How many, I mean, I don't know how many receiving yards DeMarco Murray had. He's not really known to be a pass catching back, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Catch a hell of a lot better than It's Derek not like Kennedy. that offense. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like that offense has done a whole heck of a lot, you know, last year either. So I can't think that he really excelled in the passing game, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Ah, uh, man, I, I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass here. So DeMarco Murray was absolutely Tennessee's pass catching running back last year versus DeMarco or versus Derrick Henry. If I had to guess, I think I, I honestly is a blind guess. I think DeMarco finished in the five or six hundred range for receiving yards. And I could sound like a complete idiot after this, but I'm thinking it's either McKinnon or Deion Lewis, someone in that type of of role. I'm going to go ahead and swipe right, John. 
and take on Austin Eckler as your second running back. Wow. Congratulations. Wow. I actually don't mind. I, I actually don't mind Austin Eckler in a PPR. I don't, I don't either because that. Melvin Gordon sucks. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not stoked about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't. I don't hate Austin Eckler. I, I hated your Melvin Gordon yeah, yeah. take. Though. How many receiving um, yards, John? But it's kind of an yeah. uh, I Oh damn it! Demarco Murray only had 266 receiving yards. Man, I thought Demarco had at least 500 yards. That's crazy. I did too. Wow. That that was my favorite part about that one is that. DeMarco Murray, to me, that that sounds like an accomplishment, you know, to get more receiving yards than DeMarco Murray, but he actually didn't do a whole lot of that. So what's Austin Eckler's stat line? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like I like Eckler, uh-huh. and I dislike Melvin Gordon, but I don't even know if Eckler's going to be – I mean, he might be a waiver wire guy six months from now. So I'm not excited about that. There's a chance he keeps that role, but I mean, they could bring, there's so many running backs in this draft class. I mean, if the chargers draft Naheem Hines, I mean, Eckler's done, you know, like there's so many situations in, in which he's not a fantasy viable option. So I'm not stoked about it. Um, I misjudged to Marco Murray's stat line there. But do you have Austin Eckler's stat line? Oh, there we go. Yeah, uh, 27 receptions, 279 receiving yards. When you go for upside, sometimes you get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both in uh, in dynasty drafting and in um, Tinder, picking a, a potential mate on Tinder. <laughs> Travis, I don't know. I guess maybe you can sit this one out because I'm actually going to go with a quarterback, and it looks like John and I are the only ones that have spots available for a quarterback. So I'll, uh, I guess I'll, I'll just start here, John. Um, I might just take a quarterback uh, for a bench player, honestly. Just, just take a quarterback <laughs> and scratch off another starter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, first stat. Um, this guy had a lower completion percentage in 2017 than Alex Smith. Uh, that's probably a lot of people, though. So I'll uh, uh, I'll definitely need at least one more clue here. Okay, this player had 18 total touchdowns in 2017. Hmm, 18 total. I think I need another clue. Uh, this player had his highest interception rate as a starter, however, um, had his second highest completion rate as a starter in his career as well. So I've got a, a player in mind who's been in the league for two years. <laughs> so, and that totally, tonight, that definitely seems like a James type of stat. So, yeah, let's hear your last clue. This player will be 35 years old next season. Oh, okay. That's not the guy. That changed everything. (laughs) That's a two-year player, I thought it was. 18 18 total touchdowns, which would make sense when you only play half the season. And figure out who I might be missing here. 
because I can only think of one guy. And this is I'm really racking my brain. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not gonna give much away. I'm just not sure if this is a guy that you the thirty four years old and eighteen touchdowns thing is really throwing me off. So just to just to like show my work here a little bit, I feel like Eli Manning is possibly in that range. It, that age range, anyways. Uh, off the top of my head, I think he might be 34, 35. And then, of mm-hmm. course, there's the quarterback who missed half the season. And so I'm kind of in a position here. Where, what about Brian Hoyer? All right, le- swipe left or swipe right, John. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, this is so tough. All right. So to me... There's one quarterback who's worth this risk, and I'm going to go ahead and go for it. I'm going to swipe right and hope that I just got Aaron Rodgers. You son of a gun. You just oh, got it. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Oh, no Aaron way. Rodgers, Cam Newton. Yeah. Cam Newton is now your quarterback too, man. Damn. All right, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with a running back here. Uh, James, you have a running back spot left and a flex. John, you have a flex left. Yeah, so in this PPR format, I assume everything we do is PPR. I think so. Right, right. I've got to, I've got to really like what I'm hearing before. Otherwise, I'm, I'm out on this guy with the filling up flex with a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I've got a flex open also. So if you both pass on this guy, he ends up on my roster. All right, so stat number one, this player, uh, let's see, he has averaged over his career eight total touchdowns per year, rushing and receiving. I uh, definitely need more info. Yeah, it's it's not a terrible start, but yeah, I'd like to hear some more info, so I'll pass too. This player... Broke 1,000 rushing yards for the first time in his career in 2017. I won't swipe left on C.J. Anderson just yet. <laughs> I want to hear it, uh, another stat to make sure that it's him. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass as well just to, to kind of hear this one out here. Um, maybe it'll get better. This running back played a full 16-game slate in 2017. Yeah, still doesn't tell me enough. I need more info. Yeah, um, boy, uh, Travis is sound making this, trying to make this sound good. <laughs> I think it's because he doesn't want this guy in his roster. Um, but I'm, I'm gonna pass. I, well, I can hear one more here, so I'll pass. All right, the last stat: this running back has a career average of three point seven six yards per carry. Woof. With that. I'm going to swipe left and bow out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let I'm, James I'm, wrestle with this one of who gets I, this. Yeah, this I'm, I'm going to go ahead and swipe left too and put this guy in Travis's flex and we'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Any guesses? I'm still on CJ Anderson, but. James? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't have any guesses. So based I'm not on sure these who it is. four stats, is this someone you want on your dynasty team? You guys obviously said no. I mean, the, the touchdowns aren't bad. 
Uh huh. Um, although that's not something that I would necessarily chase. So we're looking at a touchdown dependent 3.7 yards per carry running back who played his first 16 game season in 2017 and broke a thousand yards for the first time in his career in 2017. So he's on my roster. This is Melvin Gordon. So not, not stoked. (laughs) I've uh, not, I've definitely not been on the Melvin Gordon train. Um, Now I've got both the chargers running backs. (laughs) That that part's rough. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was it definitely made your team look a little bit better up until you see the fact that you're starting both of the L.A. Chargers running backs. Yeah, and the fact that it made my team look better by getting Melvin Gordon on it, yet nobody freaking wanted this guy. (laughs) That's true. Does that not scream sell Melvin Gordon? Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, <laughs> well, his I, so straight up right now, we determined that his name value is is more desirable than what he's produced so far. And I know it's only yeah, four no, stats, but like, yeah, but I will say he went his entire rookie season without scoring a touchdown and yet still averages eight touchdowns a season. That tells me that the that the touchdowns are uh, have actually been pretty good the last couple of years. Again, I don't necessarily I, I'm not going to chase that, but there's I, to me there's some room for optimism. Yeah, he had twelve and twelve. Yeah, the last two years yeah. to- total touchdowns. Yeah, but I mean, is that not the argument against him? Like that's what's that's what's keeping his value afloat at this point. He, he's not some elite well, running back in the NFL. Like it's, it's volume dependent and touchdown dependent. Like uh volume dependent for sure. But I mean, he's getting the volume. I mean, it, it depends on what they do in the draft to me, but I mean, a, a part, so part of my optimism is, 12 touchdowns in back-to-back seasons. And part of my optimism is the fact that the rest of the stats continue to improve season to season. You know, he's, he's been, he got more involved in the passing game in 2017. He was, he scored long touchdowns in 2017. He had more splash plays in 2016. Everything. It was like two yard plunges. That's all it was. The, all twelve of those. Nothing was outside of five yards. So, I I don't know. I I I get what you're saying, and I'm also not somebody who's going to go to bat for running backs. Um, but I I don't know. I to me, Melvin Gordon just kind of exemplifies what running backs are. You know. He, they're the the touchdowns. You know if, the if if every running back was Melvin Gordon, I would one hundred percent be on the John train for yeah. for well, they, Mel, they, for the running back take. But they're, but they are because he but statistically he's improved every single every season 
of his career, right? So I mean, I mean, it depends and, on what you're stats you that, look at. I mean, total fantasy points, yes. Receiving yards, yes. Rushing yards, you just said that he cross he he hit a thousand yards for the first time. Yep, he went in two thousand nine ninety seven to eleven oh five. But yeah. his volume so, also yeah. went up. He's he he had three point five yards per carry his first year. Three point nine, three point nine. For 16 and 17. Yeah. He's definitely not right. an efficient runner. I, I mean. But he, he got volume. We know what his, you know, we know what his role is. We know what his opportunity is. So what would lead us to believe that he's not going to improve for the fourth straight season? Because he's not efficient. And if any running back got the touches that this guy got, they would score the fantasy points that this guy scored. He touched the ball 342 times last year. That's insane. Yeah. But but what would lead us to believe that that's not going to happen again in 2018? <laughs> I mean, every, every everything that we've seen... Is it is that the trend is he continues to get more volume, he continues to get more receptions, he continues to get more rushing yards. The only thing that doesn't change is the touchdowns. It stays at twelve, which is a very very good number. That's a running back one number, right? I mean, it's got a cop, it's got a cap so, out somewhere, right? And when somebody's averaging three point seven yards per carry, and I know that's not everything or even remotely close to everything as far as yards per carry, but he's not, I don't know. I mean, he's not a special player and you'd think at some point the team is going to see that and, and try to upgrade the position or at least compliment him. And, you know, they brought in Austin Eckler who I <clears throat> happily own on this team <laughs> <laughs> but they're, I don't know. I just feel like they've shown that they're looking for something extra in this backfield. We've heard rumors of them drafting a, a complimentary back. You know, I'm not saying he's not going to be a usable fantasy option, but he's just not, he's not a special player. And I, I think that he's, he's produced enough to where he provides an optimal sell window for you. Like you can get a pretty decent haul for this guy. And I just, I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the, I don't know, man, like <laughs> in the Doug Martin range of value two years from now, you know, I mean, like he's the John running back of running backs. Like he's the guy <laughs> like him and Jordan Howard really are like the guys that are like, this isn't this isn't real, guys. Like you need to sell while you can. This isn't real. I I mean, so I agree. I'm just trying to make a point here, which is that despite the fact that you know, despite the fact that his he statistically continues to improve and continues to perform as a running back one. And it, you know, like I said, I mean, he improves statistically every single season. And yet we're expecting that to drop off 
for various reasons. The committee, you know, the the efficiency catches up to him. Um, there's not enough volume to support what he's been doing, whatever. And I'm saying that that's every single running back, every single running back that that happens to them. So, I mean, you just if if you think that Melvin Gordon is going to drop off without any evidence to support it, then how how do you not view you know, every Alvin Kamara the same way. I mean, he had crazy efficiency and we all agree that that's not going to happen again. I think Melvin Gordon might, I just, I, I don't, I don't, you're, you're right, John. I mean, when you look at the stats, they're trending upward, but I just don't see his ceiling being much higher than what he just gave you. I mean, yeah, he was targeted a lot in the passing game. He gave you a lot on the ground his yards per carry is still under four. He's never been over 4.0 yards per carry. He's not efficient. He's definitely volume dependent, but I get the fact that, I mean, he's still producing. It's just, yeah. when do the Chargers wake up and go, man, this guy just isn't isn't doing what we, what we need him to do with all those carries? And at what time do all the, I mean, I know you've said it too, with more carries comes more hits especially at that running back position, when does that start worrying you to the point where maybe his value is a little bit overblown? I don't know. I think he made some good points, but I, I definitely see some risk too there. And I'm, I don't know that I'm all that high on Melvin Gordon either, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I guess I just, I, I agree that there's a drop off coming. I just kind of think that the, the lens that we look at Melvin Gordon through is the same lens that we should apply to every running back. Because they all have they they all have the same perils ahead of them, which is you know committee or coaching or you know whatever whatever it could be. I mean, yeah, we we have no actual evidence to to support the fact that he could be headed for a drop off, but the bottom line is he we still expect a drop off from him. And I'm just saying, why not every other running back? But anyways, all right, we need to get we need to get through this thing. I'm up here, and I still have a wide receiver and a flex spot. And Travis is down to his tight end. James has most of his roster left, so I'm going to go ahead and throw out a wide receiver um, since me and James both have um, wide receiver spots to fill here. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by gtbets.eu, an official sponsor of the Super Flexible Podcast. Are you looking to get some action in on today's games? Head over to gtbets.eu for all of your sports betting needs with updated odds covering all major sports. The bottom line, gtbets.eu will have you placing your first bet within minutes with their simple-to-use registration process. So register now and earn up to $500 in free money. Simply add Superflex in the referred by field to get the highest possible welcome bonus. That's Superflex, all one word, for your welcome bonus at gtbets.eu. And if you love drafting your fantasy team, imagine drafting a real professional team. The fan-controlled football league is bringing fantasy sports in Madden franchise mode to a real football field. Fans will scout players, draft rosters, hire coaches, call plays, and more. The FCFL will feature eight professional teams, 
playing seven-on-seven, fast-paced, indoor football in a high-tech production studio built for digital audience. This is the next generation of fantasy football, where fans get rewarded for dominating through the league's proprietary fan token. To learn more about fan tokens and the FCFL, visit fcfl.io. So this wide receiver had one more reception than Devontae Adams on 13 fewer targets. Um, he definitely seemed to still get the receptions even when Rodgers went out for, for a good portion of, of that time. So that's interesting. I'll pass and see if I can hear another stat, though. All right, next clue. This wide receiver had the second highest reception rate among wide receivers with at least 93 targets. You're almost making this guy sound too good, which which kind of is a red flag to me. Um, Travis, I know your your roster's full here, buddy, but I'm going to start asking for your help pretty soon here. So be ready. Um, I'm waiting. Um, I you know what? I'm going to pass. I'm going to I'm going to hear right. another stat here. Why not? This might be a giveaway right here, but this wide receiver was the only wide receiver with over a thousand yards receiving and more than seventy six return yards. I am so not up to date on kick returners and who they are and who oh, they that aren't. That fit the narrative of the guests that right. I had previously. Really? Yeah. I'm going to hear one more stat, and I might as well. I got, I got one more to use, right? So I'll pass and hear right, one more stat This will definitely here. give it away. <laughs> this wide receiver plays in the AFC West. Yep, and I am definitely swiping right, and uh, I'm sure Travis wouldn't, but I will. I will swipe right, and I will happily take this player that I think um, is is uh, coming to me here. Yeah, who do you guys Tyree think? Tyreek Hill. Got? Yep. It is Tyreek Hill, huh? Tyree okay, Hill. I'm, I'm happy with that. I am happy with uh, with owning him. Yeah, that one was That's exactly I, who I thought it was. I nailed it. <laughs> when, uh, when I yeah. when I came up with that one, I actually had Travis in mind and thought that he might pass on him. But unfortunately, we got to a point here where Travis didn't have room on his roster anyways, so it didn't matter. You guys want to hear my stats on Tyreek Hill, though? <laughs> sure. See what I could have done differently here. Would be a good a good uh, example of how stats can just be cherry picked to <laughs> to prove a point. Uh, that sounds fun, <laughs> but yeah, let's <laughs> let, let's all right. Let's so do I, it. I, let's hear you crap on Tyree Hill. All right, so Tyree Hill was my other guy. These are my stats for Tyree Hill. Um, let's see. So this wide receiver has an average of 94 targets per season and 888 receiving yards per season, uh, with an average of 57.3 receiving yards per game. Okay. Gross. Doesn't sound that good. (laughs) Okay. Gross. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, he has career averages of 6.5 touchdowns per season and 12.7 yards, 12.75 yards per reception. Both seem pretty low for Tyreek Hill, right? Um, this receiver is 5'10", 185 pounds, and was a fifth-round NFL draft pick. That's right there. Right there. 
Sounds like a winner. I didn't, I didn't know who that was. My fourth stat is this wide receivers team just added a free agent wide receiver. Yep. You made him sound way worse than he is. All right, John, I am going to go ahead and do a running back, and you and I are kind of the only one that could have it. You, If you uh, decide to take this player, it'll be your flex. And if I, uh, if I get stuck with this player, then he'll be in my running back two spot. So um, let's start out with um, this player. This player uh, had 63 targets in 2017. I think I need another clue. Okay, uh, this player is five foot ten and two hundred and sixteen pounds. Okay, um, another clue. This player averaged four point nine yards per carry. Hmm, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. And I might as well hear this last clue. Know. You went to the trouble of finding it, so I did. I did. This last clue is a good one. This player had an 84.1% catch rate out of the backfield. Wow. Yeah. And 63 targets. Is he flex-worthy for John, though? That's that's going to be the question. Yeah, that, that might not be a lot. That might not be enough targets. But I'm kind of wondering if this if this guy might make it up in the running game especially at almost five yards of carry. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you, the attempts are going to be, uh, did he get uh, you know enough attempts to make it worthwhile, or did he, did he only see 20? Or, I don't know. That, that's going to be it. Let's see, 5'10", kind of a little guy. So probably not a workhorse type back. That's, that's interesting. I forgot that I included the size of the of the. That's player, what I've so. been trying to base this on more than anything is who's five ten, and two sixteen. I think I've got a. I'm gonna have to swipe left here. Well, you just oh. swiped left and gave me Kareem Hunt. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, 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 no. no. I gotta oh. be honest. I, I have got I've got two bears and two chiefs on my roster right now. But yeah, oh, no. that was Kareem Hunt, five ten, two hundred and sixteen pounds. Um, uh, he had a four point nine yard per carry. He had sixty three targets and caught eighty four point one percent of those uh, was his catch rate. So, um, yeah, wow. that was that was a tough one. I was wondering what you were going to do there. Yeah. Was, and Travis narrowed dumb. it down to three players, and it was one of the three that he listed was Kareem Hunt. So, sixty-three targets feels really low for Kareem Hunt. That was that was yeah. part of where I disqualified him. I thought he was way more involved in a passing game. Than nope. That. He had sixty-three <laughs> targets and fifty-three receptions, so he caught all but ten of them. Wow, interesting. Okay, damn, <laughs> this team would have looked so loaded. With him at flex. That's, that's rough. Oh, that that's would have been so rough gross. Mess. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. it I had narrowed I had it narrowed down to Jerick McKinnon, Kareem Hunt, and Devonta Freeman. Yeah, I was I was considering McKinnon, but again, I I mean I know that he got the big contract in San Francisco. I still don't I, I just don't view him as a as a feature type back. I really don't. But Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So and like I said, I mean, if with 63 targets, 
even even at an 84% catch rate, I just I need way more in the running game than I would get from Jarek McKinnon if I'm going to flex him in a PPR. And yeah. Kareem Hunt looks good in a flex. Jarek McKinnon, not so much. So that's where I gambled and lost. So Jarek McKinnon did have 68 targets. Yeah. Yeah. And he caught 51 of them. All right. So we're getting close to filling these rosters. So right now we've got two more quarterbacks to talk about with only one spot, one roster spot available for a quarterback. James still needs a super flex. So he can decide between these two quarterbacks. Me and Travis will both go over who we've got, throw out some stats, and let James decide which pretty lady he's taken on on a uh, Tinder date. Netflix and chill time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let you start, Travis. All right. So my quarterback has a career completion percentage of 59.15%. My quarterback in 2017 had his, just his fifth best passing yards total of his career. All right. My quarterback has averaged 22.5 touchdowns per year over his career. My quarterback had, had the third highest completion percentage of his career in 2017. All right. My quarterback... Averaged 15.6 points per game in four-point passing touchdown leagues in 2017, which was good for 17th in the league for points per game. All right, my quarterback was a top 24 fantasy quarterback all but one week in 2017. Two weeks if you count the bye. Hmm. He, he didn't make it on his bye week. He was He might have been close. This one's going to be pretty useless, I think. My quarterback uh, in 2017 had a QB rating of 85, which was good for 28th quarterback in the league. And my quarterback is in the AFC East. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Well, in the AFC East, that would put it – oh, boy. If it's not Tom Brady, I don't want it. Um (laughs) i mean miami had had a few different quarterbacks so it couldn't be them tyrod taylor's not in the afc east anymore um so i'm looking at the jets josh mccown's already off the board so i mean can it be anyone other than brady at this point no i don't i don't think it can't you're giving him brady um, john i'm I'm taking john's quarterback here (laughs) damn it I, oh, thank God. I should have went through and put actual stats on for the last <laughs> for that fourth one instead of I what really gave it away, especially at the end of the game. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. The end of I the know. game with all it would have worked out if Josh McCown. Yeah. yeah. If Josh McCown hadn't already been used. Travis, who was that pile that you had over by you, man? That was <laughs> the, that. That was what? That sounded brutal, man. Who did you have? So let's, for the record, my quarterback is brutal. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that's what I'm. Yeah, I. This from what from the stats you provided, quarterback twenty eight overall or the twenty eighth best QBR is uh, that's in twenty seventeen. Yeah, seventeenth in points per game, fifty nine percent career completion percentage. That is none other than. 
Blake the Snake Bortles. I'm all on the Tom Brady train right now. No, no doubt. Oh, <laughs> but man, Blake Bortles is still all good, right. right, Bobby? Right, Bobby Koch? <laughs> all right, but don't taunt them. Say what you want, but Blake Bortles was the one who uh, who inflated Alan Hearns' stats oh, enough to God. make him <laughs> worthy of a swipe right from you. He made him worthy of a very reluctant risk versus reward play for me, yes. All right, let's finish off Travis's roster already with a couple tight ends. I've got one. James has one. Travis gets a pick. Netflix and chill. Here we go. My tight end had fewer receiving yards than Jesse James, but more catches, fantasy points, and fantasy points per game than Jesse James in 2017. Mine are mostly comparisons on this guy. I'm going to wait for the next tight end. (laughs) All right. right. Uh, This tight end has never played less than 15 games in a season in his career. This tight end had fewer touchdowns than Garrett Selleck, but more touchdowns than George Kittle in 2017. This tight end averaged 8.9 yards per reception. In 2017. You're going to make us repeat these. I know you are. Look at him. You can tell. I can't even see <laughs> John, you. John, what, was your, what was your second one? On your face. <laughs> 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 my, t- my tight end in 2017 had fewer touchdowns than Garrett Selleck, but more than George Kittle. Okay. My tight end in 2017 had seven fewer catches than Jimmy Graham in three fewer games and a higher catch rate than Jimmy Graham. All right, my tight end uh, in 2017 had 113 yards receiving less than in 2016. Okay, you got one more each? Yeah, mine's just his division. (laughs) So AFC South. Okay, and my last stat is this tight end had over a 72% catch rate in 2017. I'm 90% sure I have both of them. Wow, okay. You're way too confident. (laughs) I I don't believe you. Without even making us repeat those, oh, well, made me repeat one, but that's still, that's pretty good for not writing it down. Just kind of pieced it together. So, right, so John had AFC guys. South narrowed it down, and the yeah. the more touchdowns than George Kittle and less than Brent Selleck, or was it the other way around? Uh, you had it right, but it's Garrett Selleck, not Brent. James, the the high was it seventy two percent or completion or reception percentage? I think James has. Uh, Jason Witten, and I think John has ASJ, and I'm gonna go. Uh, before, before we tell you, yeah, who are you gonna take here? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take John's thinking that it's ASJ just for upside and and youth. Even though I love Jason Witten and he's a perfect startable tight end in a, a sort of uh, bridge type player. So ASJ, add him on. I'm sorry, John's John's guy. Assuming it's ASJ, <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah, 
James is either is either Witten or like you can you can know, stop like, you can stop you got it right it was Witten yeah. which, which makes me very upset that you got that off those vague stats man it was impressive but, <laughs> but hey real quick off of Witten we know how long Witten has played right dude can you believe this guy has never played less than fifteen games in a season no that's insane no, that was the one. That was the one that gave it away for me. Honestly, okay. I forgot. Okay. That was the one that gave it away because he's a freaking Iron Man, and I, I believe that uh, it was up until last year, if I remember correctly, he's played sixteen games in every season up until last year. I could be wrong on that, but it's something something crazy like that, dude. Yeah, it showed where like that's he didn't miss a game until yeah. twenty seventeen. It's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I just couldn't believe that he had played. Like there, he played 15 games in, at, at least in every season. And I'm looking back and I'm just going, man, this guy, like year after year, this guy was playing yep. 16 games. Like that's, it's unreal. I mean. <clears throat> so my roster is complete with very bad players, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You're really good at guessing who these guys are. Some it, of them. I only nailed make- a couple. You just clearly make a uh, poor decision. It's it's been a while since you've been on the market, so right. the, the, <laughs> the, and, it, and it's obvious the whole Tinder thing is a little bit lost on you. You you know what you're getting, and you swipe right anyways, even when yep. it's not beer there. goggles. <laughs> it's all what, about man? beer goggles, I, for Travis. <laughs> I nailed I nailed myself and Aaron Rodgers five years ago, and I've never gone back. There you go. Very. There you go. Never a reason to when you get that. So you're good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No. No need for Tinder when you <laughs> when you get it right without it. Okay. So as All we right. as we near the end of this, the end of the road, um, and uh, put a ring on it. We've got between us. We've got three spots left, James. So let's go head to head on a, on a, one of your wide receivers. And see who's in whose roster he ends up on. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, so the uh, this wide receiver tied his career high in 2017 in receptions. More info, please. Uh, this wide receiver had over 1,000 yards receiving for his third straight season. That should narrow it down a little bit. Yeah, more info, please. Uh, this wide receiver will have a new head coach and a new quarterback in 2017. Let's see who's got a new head coach. Oh man, you're looking this. You're you're looking into this one, huh? <laughs> uh, more just trying to to remember. There's some teams who have who underwent a coaching change. So, mm-hmm. And I don't know for sure that that's a right angle to be going at it with. I mean, you didn't you didn't specify that the player is on the same team. He True. could have changed teams. True. But I'm gonna go ahead and assume not. I'm gonna go with my gut and swipe right on who I believe is Larry Fitzgerald. And you nailed it. It is Larry Fitzgerald. I think that's a that's a good swipe right. Nice. Um, I would have been ha- very happy to have him in my flex spot. Um, so yeah, you get a 
a real good, consistent contributor at wide receiver who doesn't, I don't think has, uh, doesn't have a lot of competition for targets there either. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's a good, definitely a good swipe right yeah. there. Yeah, it, it's a little tough in Dynasty because it feels like we've, it, it's been retirement watch for, for Fitz for the last, what, three years? Or so, I, I, we know he's coming back, but how many more years am I actually going to get out of him? But the other, and the other thing is, keep Sam Bradford healthy. That's all it takes. But I think I get a good year out of Larry Fitzgerald here, so I'm I'm happy with that one. All right. Well, that leaves you have a flex spot open, John. I have a flex spot open. Travis is done. So I guess it's your turn to present a player to me. If I pass, they end up in your flex spot. If I accept, they end up in my flex spot. And then uh, and then one of us will have one spot to fill. So uh, it's coming down to you and I here, John. Yep, sounds good. And uh, looking at this, I think I might have, I might have some giveaways here um, that are going to be enough to make you. Oh, perfect. To kind of force your decision a little bit. Um, it wasn't intended that way, but that's how it's going to turn out. But let's see. Let's find out. This wide okay. receiver had, in 2017, this wide receiver had the lowest reception percentage among the top nine wide receivers. Oh, wow. Okay. I've already got an idea on who I think this is because I've talked about uh, someone's catch catch rate being very low, but I don't know that he finished in the top nine, so we'll see. Okay. Um, what else we got? All right. Talk about touchdown dependent. This wide receiver more than tripled his touchdown total from 2016 to 2017 and raised his average fantasy points per game by a full PPR touchdown plus some. Wow. Okay. Um, it's definitely not the guy I was thinking. I was thinking Mike Evans, but I uh, I know Mike Evans had a down year compared to last year. Um, but, boy, that that is interesting. Um Okay, well, let's, let's proceed. What else we got here? Let's see. This wide receiver in 2017 got an extra 23 targets from 2016 and actually played one fewer game in 2017. Man, I, I, I feel like an idiot because I probably should know who this is, and I don't, so I'm going to go ahead and pass for one more clue here. Uh, this has been the killer all night. This player plays in the in the AFC South. I'm definitely thinking it's DeAndre Hopkins, and if it is, then I definitely want to swipe right. But let me go through my options here. Um, well, Jacksonville's interesting. I wonder if it's well, but Marquise Lee wasn't top ten. The only the only person I can think of that would have been top nine would have been DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm gonna assume it's him, and I'm gonna swipe right. Ah, and you got it. Yeah, I nice. I needed to come up with something different than their division. But yeah, yeah. No, hey, that helped me out a lot, man. I like the division <laughs> thing. That got me Brady and Hopkins. So keep keep yeah, on no, doing that's bull, doing, that's bull crap. <laughs> yep. John, we got one spot left to fill, and it's on your roster, man. Let's do it. Awesome. Travis, why don't you start us off? All righty then. Uh this wide receiver has a career average of fifteen point six yards per reception. Nice. Okay. This wide receiver uh, in 2017, had 107 targets, the most in his career. My wide receiver average, has averaged 6.1 touchdowns per season for his career. 
My wide receiver had only 61 receptions out of those 107 targets in 2017. Wow, we're both trying to make our guys sound pretty mm. bad, I think. I hope these aren't both just total jabronis here. You guys could really take advantage of the situation and stick me with some total crap. Yeah, I think in the, you know, in the Kevin White territory. Um, <laughs> is it King or is it? Well, my is, clue of average Brown. averages 6.1 <laughs> touchdowns per season should rule out some of those guys, but that's true. That um, all right. So this wide receiver had more finishes outside of the top 36 wide receivers in 2017 than he had inside the top five wide receivers in 2017. Uh, this wide receiver had over 1,100 receiving yards in 2017. My last stat, oh. this wide receiver has a career catch percentage of 63.1%. Okay. Last stat for uh, my wide receiver, 2017 was his first season starting a full 16 games where he started every game. Sounds like two pretty iffy options here, John. <laughs> the crazy part is James is on paper sounds better. And I have a feeling that, that Travis is going to be a little bit more of a prize. Is that just based on I mean, my, our personalities? Actually, my, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big part of it. The, the, the one, the one that's speaking to me the most right at the moment is yours, Travis, about more, more weeks outside the top, what was it, 36? Yeah, yeah, he finished more weeks outside the top 36 than he did inside the top five in 2017. So mm. I, I, this this actually could be a pretty solid, like, low-end wide receiver one, high-end wide receiver two type of guy. It doesn't necessarily mean much. With the way my roster is constructed, I really kind of need a wide receiver one upside type of guy, which it doesn't sound like Travis is necessarily has. I'm going to swipe right on James James's wide receiver. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't think you were going there. That's That's interesting. Well, you just swiped right on Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. I was thinking Julio Jones. But it's his uh, less talented brother. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin Jones, first first year starting all 16 games in a season. Um, definitely was not efficient with his targets, but, um, but was efficient with his receptions because 63 grabs and had 1,101 receiving yards on that. So, oh, man. Interesting player. Yeah. Interesting is definitely a word <laughs> that one, one could use. <laughs> so, All right, Travis, who did, who did I miss? You missed Julio Jones. What? <laughs> Dude, what? That's insane. That is so that. awesome. Wow. <laughs> that is nuts. I was sure James was trying to give me Julio yep. Jones. You passed, you passed uh, and I wanted that wide receiver his, one upside for his younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 that man, is so wow. crazy. Yep. Okay. 
All right, my mind freaking blown. All right, well, let's recap this real quick. Everybody, just give your rosters, and we'll start with you, James. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with the way mine came out. Uh, my quarterback one is Tom Brady. Uh, my super flex will be Andrew Luck. Uh, at running back, I'll have Kareem Hunt and Correct. Jordan Howard. Correct. At wide receiver, I'll have uh, Allen Robinson, <laughs> Tyreek Hill, um, tight end Kyle Rudolph, and my flex will be DeAndre That's Hopkins. That's insane. So, um, That's an yeah, insane I'm happy roster. With that squad. <laughs> Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah I'll take it. that in that came along really well. That's that's crazy. Um, Andrew Luck is your quarterback one. Congratulations. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Now I've got this configured. All right, I'll set my starting lineup the way I see fit. <laughs> oh man, we handed him the perfect roster. It's ridiculous, and he's gonna mess it up just just to just to die on that hill alone. All right, what do you got, Travis? Well, I've got a pretty crappy team is what I've got. (laughs) I definitely am going to lose (laughs) any Twitter poll. Um, (laughs) So I've got Jared Goff and Josh McCown at quarterback and Superflex. Running backs, I've got Dalvin Cook and Austin Eckler. Wide receiver, Demarius Thomas and Alan Hearns. Uh, tight end, I've got ASJ, and then in my flex, I've got Melvin Gordon. So pretty gross. <laughs> it's it's kind of rough. Um, <laughs> definitely some upside, but uh, yeah, overall it's a it's a little rough. My roster, I've got Aaron Rodgers and Cam Newton, Mark Ingram and Carlos Hyder, the running backs, wide receivers, Marquise Goodwin, Larry Fitzgerald, and Marvin Jones at flex, and Ben Watson. The corpse of Ben Watson is my tight end. So I think it's 1,000% safe to say that James absolutely has the best team. Yeah. yeah. That, man. Yeah, I would say so. I think John's quarterbacks, though, are pretty are, – uh, Cam Newton and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'll take I these. Mean, I'm happy with Brady and Luck, but damn, that's that's going to be tough to overcome. Yeah, man. I'm happy with McCown and Goff, but <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, you know what? Honestly, none of us really did that bad at quarterback. Really, it was a joke. Uh, I have bad quarterbacks. Uh, and Hearns thing. Nah, I think. Well, let's see. Let's see. Because if Odell Beckham ends up in in oh, LA playing on. for the Rams, all of a sudden Jared Goff <laughs> looks a whole lot better throwing to your buddy OBJ. You know? <laughs> yeah, and apparently they don't have a salary cap for the Rams, so it's possible. They just they just yeah. go get yeah. whoever they, they want. Everyone, like I guess. how I Madden know. used to be in franchise mode. Just just go trade for whoever you want. Before we wrap it up, James, would you mind telling us a little bit about the Devi Watch? I have my own thoughts on it, but I know that you're way more in, involved in the Devi side of the Dynasty Football Factory. You've got some insight into the Devi Watch that's coming out very soon. Um, that we uh, that we would all love to hear. Oh, absolutely! Uh, those our 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 Devi uh, our Devi guys they work really hard on this uh, on this Devi watch that they come out with, and uh, you know you're not going to want to miss this year's. Um, it, it's in the final stages. They're putting together the, the PDF file for distribution. You can pre-order it now. It has over 290 college skill position player profiles. It looks awesome. It's very easy to interact with. Um, it has tiered rankings, DR percent, 
it's even got a Superflex mock for all of us Superflex fans. So yeah, price goes up after it's released. You can pre-order it now. I definitely recommend doing that. Go to DynastyFootballFactory.com. You can pre-order yours today. And again, this is really cool because if you play Dynasty, even if you don't play Devi, know what's coming out. You know, in 2019, hey, you know those picks that you're acquiring in 2019, is it going to be a wide receiver heavy class? You know, how are the running backs looking? Look at your roster. Do you need wide receivers? If so, kind of look at what, what our Debbie guys are putting out there and they're, they're going to tell you kind of the guys that are coming up, the guys that are going to be coming out that you can expect to be available. And, uh, and you can kind of make a little bit more informed decisions on whether or not you want to add those 2019 picks or not. So I would recommend it for every dynasty player, um, especially Superflex, because the quarterbacks that are coming, um, normally they see them coming a couple years away. So know what you're looking at there too. If you need a quarterback, you know, they'll have the, uh, the, the Superflex mock there, and uh, they're also going to, to kind of shed some light on some of the quarterbacks a little bit before um, you're going to start hearing about them in the draft process after this year. So I definitely recommend to everyone to go to DynastyFootballFactory.com and pre-order one. I don't think anybody will regret it if they do. Nice. There you go. So pre-order that and uh, lock in that, that price before it goes up. That'll do it for us for uh, for this episode, but as we wrap it up for the week, we're going to ask you for a quick favor. Please rate and review the podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen. Um, actually download the podcast. All those things help us so much, and it helps us to improve our content. It helps us to expand our reach. It helps us to involve more people in the conversation and touch on more topics that are meaningful to you, the listener. In the vein of listener interactions, you can also send your trades to uh, to us on Twitter at Superflex Trades. You can also send it to at Superflex Pod um, f- to the podcast account. And either way, we can help you get more votes, get it out, get some retweets, and get it out to more people. And again, just involve more people in the conversation. That's what this community is all about. That's what Super Flexible is all about. You can also send those things and uh, all of your all of your questions, all of your comments, um, as long as it's uh, not not too hurtful. Um, send them over to to us individually as well. Travis is at Travis NFL. James is at DFF underscore the brain. And I'm at DFF Dynasty Dude. So please give us all follows. And uh, and we look forward to interacting with you on the, the Twitter machine. You can also follow the entire Dynasty Football Factory at DFF underscore Dynasty and this great network of podcasts at DF underscore Network. And besides the Super Flexible Podcast, you can check out the Fantasy Football Fellas for redraft content, the Dynasty Warzone for Dynasty content, the Devi Watch Podcast to go hand-in-hand with that Devi Watch, Capology 101, the IDP Edge Crushers, and the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. So check out that great network of podcasts. Definitely check out the Devi Watch. It's exciting times at the Dynasty Football Factory. Thank you to the rest of the DFF Army. Thank you to all of our great sponsors. Thank you to Heart and Soul Radio for the song The Addiction that we use as our intro and outro music. And above all else, thank you to every last one of you for listening and until next week bye